Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this beautiful Monday afternoon. And joining us live right now is fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to speak to you this week. How are you doing? I am well, Noreen. How are you? Yes, very good, thank you. And we've got a fitting topic for, for a beautiful day. Well, days like 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 the last couple of weeks where the weather has started to cool down a little bit. Um, maybe not so much today. It is quite warm still today. But um, I've noticed that, that the mornings are a bit cooler, the evenings are a bit cooler. And so a lot of people are sort of exercising outdoors. Have you noticed that, you know, I mean, during the summer, Hong Kong is <laughs> quite terrible with the with the hot and humidity, with the heat and the humidity. Um, nowadays, autumn and wintertime, are you seeing more of your clients sort of enjoying training outdoors? Oh, it's been amazing. I don't generally train people outdoors, but I used to run a boot camp for about 15 years in Hong Kong. And this is prime time. I always found this time of year, it was great to be outside. It wasn't too hot. There was a lot of sunshine, not a lot of clouds in the sky. And it's a, it's a perfect opportunity to get the, you know, what I say, the vitamin D on skin. Absolutely. And there's something about sort of being outdoors that motivates you to, I don't know, to, to, to feel more athletic, to feel more sporty. Did you notice that during your time in boot camp where people sort of got energy from nature? Well, it's true. I mean, the, the thing is, is I think a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, the vitamin D and the vitamin K and the sun um, create energy within the body. So if you're feeling low or, or down or anything like that, being able to go and walk in the sunshine is an amazing way of being able to uh, stimulate the, the adrenals and, and, and make sure that you have that energy before you go back into the office. Yeah. What sorts of things did you do during boot camp then? Was it like a group session did, did, or did, was it sort of more individually tailor-made? Um, what, what, what were they like? Actually, that's a really good point. I used to run boot camps of up to about 20 people outdoors. Oh, wow. And it was, really, it, was, it was a really great way of building a community. And if you could find a piece of grass, it was even better because, you know, you don't really get much chance to get onto grass. And I don't know if you know about, you know, you know the, 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 the Earth's magnetic field. And when we, are, when we are putting our feet on grass, there is actually an energy coming up through the grass through our bodies and energizes our bodies too. So being able to exercise in bare feet is a great way of doing it. Now, to answer your question, last year when we had COVID, we shut down, right? So we had to do a lot of exercise outdoors. And, you know, we were shut. I think it was December the 7th to February the 17th we were shut for that period. The weather in Hong Kong was amazing. And, you know, training people like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning when the, start, when the sun starts to come up, is a great way of being recharging the body because when that first two hours of sunlight comes up, we actually release a big dose of serotonin into our body when we're under direct sun. So it actually is a great way of helping you sleep. That's and so then, of tr- course, yes, yeah, go, yeah, go on. on. Yeah, I was going to say it's so true. You know, get the kids to play in the sun, um, and they'll be so knackered, and they sleep better. And the same goes for adults. You know, if you spend an, a day um, in the sun, but also your point of of you know, as the sun comes out, you know, those couple of hours. Because I remember growing up, um, and my grandma and the aunties, the older aunties, would used to say, "Oh, it shouldn't play under the sun when it's eleven or twelve or one o'clock when the sun is directly over your head. That sun is poisonous. But the morning sun, that that's safe to play." Under. Well, that's funny you should say that because, you know, the, the, the morning sun is a great time to be able to get, like I said, it, 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 it 
starts to to lift your serotonin levels. And the higher your serotonin levels, the higher your melatonin levels become as well in the mm-hmm. evening. You actually start to produce melatonin over th- during the day. And so when you you know when the sun comes down, you start to release melatonin into the body. Now, just to answer that other one is is like you know getting in sun right at midday. They recommend getting in the sun between 10 and 20 minutes to get it all on your body. So that way it also lifts your vitamin D and vitamin K levels in your body. Now, you know, I get that, you know, right at the peak of sun, it's not a good idea to be out in the sun for long periods at home because, you know, we've got things like skin cancer and, and, um, you know, melanomas and things like this. But to be able to get that direct sun, it's a it, it's a great you know it's a it's a great energy booster. And what I do, I practice is like on a on a Wednesday and a Friday, I work from home, and then on the Wednesday after lunch, I go and walk, you know, with my shirt off, and I walk up the hill. So I'm getting as much sun on my skin as I can for about ten or fifteen minutes. I, I take the dog out, and then I come back in again. So it's it's really effective to to be able to do that. And I think you know. A lot of people who do work inside don't get enough sun on their skin. You're right. So, Everybody's sort of chained to their desks and sitting down, but also there's no sun because there's hardly any windows in some of our offices. Yeah, and it's, it's all artificial light in, inside as well. Absolutely. So being able to get that wide spectrum of different types of you know colors and, and the light onto our skin is a great way of being able to rejuvenate our body. So if you don't you know, if you don't like the sun, start with that morning sun first. I think vitamin D is so it's totally underrated. A lot of times we, we, we don't even realize we're not getting enough sun. And in Hong Kong, we've got this culture where when it's slightly sunny, people take out an umbrella. <laughs> Or like just smear ourselves with uh, sunscreen, which is really important. We've got to be sun smart. But a lot of times people avoid the sun because they just don't want to, I don't know, get tanned or, or for whatever reason. Yeah, we, we've we definitely had, um, you know, we've had a, a, the, the sun's been getting a bit of a bad name. But small doses of sun is, a, so necessary. is very beneficial. You know, the thing is, is like, you know, before the dawn of time, you know, we've been on this planet for 50 million years. We haven't always had, you know, been in the shade or, or being indoors. And generally when the sun is up, we're supposed to be awake. And when the sun comes down, we're supposed to be going to sleep. So being able to get in the sun is really important for our, you know, for our health and for our well-being. Absolutely. Um, part of perhaps not working out outdoors is a comfort thing. People like working out indoors where there's aircon. You know, you, you do some circuit training, you you do some weights, and then there's the aircon. But working out outdoors, it's you, it, you've got the added heat as well, and you're sweating more. Have you noticed people sort of not enjoying working outdoors? I mean, what are the reasons not to work outdoors? It just sounds like it's so nice to be able to have the, the, the luxury, but it just in, sometimes. Yeah, have you tried exercise in the middle of July? Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> and so I think, you know, you know, you you know, the the exercises do change, you know, from from when you exercise season to season. And <laughs> season to season. And generally in the July when we were shut same time, we were shut and we I think we were shut from seventh of July till um, the seventh of September. And it was really hot outside. And so I did a lot more strength based exercises using rubber bands, uh, using weights um, you know, short bursts of exercise as opposed to long and continuous exercise like running or 
um, or hills or anything like that. It was, it was really just short, you know, maybe, you know, 15 to 20 stairs and then taking a breather. But in this time of year, you know, because it's cooler, you don't feel so hot out there. I went for a run the other day on, you know, at, at 6.30 in the morning and I, I ran, compared to last week, I ran four minutes faster compared to the week before. Because it was a little bit cooler, obviously, you know, I've, the first time I've been running in a while, but, you know, by that second week, it was much cooler. It was like two or three degrees cooler. So you could run a lot further. You can put in more effort. And so doing long, continuous exercise is a great way to exercise, especially in this kind of weather. Because if you're doing sort of weight training, which isn't, doesn't really raise your heart rate so much, doesn't really get the body temperature up, it, it gets cold pretty quick. Whereas if you're running or if you're walking, uh, it's much easier to sort of get that temp- body temperature up and you don't feel so cold. Yeah, absolutely. And what about starting them young, sort of getting children uh, to enjoy exercising outdoors and, and being in the great outdoors? Because I remember several years ago reading that Hong Kong kids um, are notoriously, uh, they, they don't like getting muddy, they don't like touching dirt and, and stuff. So how can we sort of encourage young kids or, or even older kids uh, to just enjoy being in the nature and working out in the nature or exercising out in the nature? Oh, that's easy. You, you've got to keep doing it over and over and over again till they wear know, them till down. They become, Lead by well, example. Rather, <laughs> rather than wear them down, getting them used to it. I had the same thing. I remember my daughter when, when we were young and we went and stayed in, um, you know, we rented a place in Sweden and they had a big grassy backyard with these sort of big boulders sticking out of the ground everywhere. And my daughter, purposely avoided the grass and wanted to hang on the boulders because it didn't the grass she just didn't like on yeah, her feet. Yeah, it's a sensation. Yeah, a lot of kids don't yeah. like that because they're not no, I know. as exposed to it. Yeah. Because in Hong Kong we so, always have, you know, signs that say keep off the grass, you know, no no, no ball games on grass. Yeah. I know. How do we how are we gonna stop that? I, I think, you know, like I said, he's just trying to expose them to as much outdoor activities as you can going hiking, you know, going to the beach, getting their shoes off their feet, um, being able to, you know, put their feet in the sand or putting their feet in the grass gets them used to that over a period of time. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't realize how much we don't, um, you know, walk around with bare feet, you know, being able to get the muscles activated in your feet while your feet are, 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 you know, on the ground. A lot of adults, you know, when they go to work or even kids going to school, they've got these hard-soled shoes rather than, you know, you know, getting a nice supple shoe or even being barefoot, being able to activate all those muscles in your feet also stimulates, you know, the muscles in your calves, the muscles in your legs, the muscles in your lower back. So it's really important to be able to keep those muscles active and strong. Otherwise, well, look, you're going to fall over. Exactly. And and I know perhaps, I mean, air pollution has always been a thing in Hong Kong, but, you know, lately the air pollution has, it's been rather, it's been rather under control. I suppose we've not had, you know, so much going on because of the pandemic and because of COVID. It's also a great way just to enjoy some fresh air outdoors while being indoors offer you that sort of comfort um, and whatnot. But, But working out or exercising outdoors is quite refreshing, so to speak, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. 
And I think, you know, one of the things that many people don't sort of realize as well is trying to keep your water intake up as well. So when you are exercising outdoors... Are you more thirsty when you exercise outdoors? Well, I don't know whether you're more thirsty. I I find that, You know, I think you probably sweat probably a little bit more while you're outdoors. So being outdoors and you're sweating more, then you want to make sure that you keep your liquids up. And one of the things that many people forget about before they go and exercise is being hydrated before you go and and train or or go and play sport. So having like those two glasses of water, three glasses of water within an hour before going to working out will allow them to be able to not only perform better in the exercise, but also, you know, mitigate anything, you know, more sinister than like you're feeling dizzy or feeling sick because, you know, you haven't had enough water. You know, our body is made up of 75, 80% of water, right? So being, being hydrated before you go and exercise and you, you expend around 800 mils of water per hour of high intensity workout. So it's really important to stay hydrated. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, mm. and, and it's true. Sometimes when we are, I, I know certainly if I'm out hiking and um, compared to working out in a gym, I feel more thirsty when I'm out and about. Yeah, maybe you are sweating more. Maybe there's more evaporation. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> there's no science behind it, but I, I do feel more thirsty when I'm out and about. So finally, yeah. what sorts of exercises do you recommend uh, for families to do or, or individuals to do when they're outside? You mentioned a, a, quite a few good ones, the ones with the rubber bands or TRXs, um, those are sort of good for outdoors, you know, hook it on a tree or, or on a high beam. Sometimes you get some of that in a park or something. Those are good exercises yeah. to do outdoors. A lot of exercises outdoors are a great exercise to do. But if I was to sort of advise people what they can do outside is a book to do, um, you know, if you're playing in a family, make it a fun game. Yeah. So if you have, if you have, you know, there's four in a group, make it like a two on two or even um, having like, you know, a simple one I used to play with my family is, is like we'd have a tennis ball or we'd have a, um, a, a softball and then we would throw it to each other and you had to catch it. And each time you caught it, you had to take a step back. So the whole idea is, is that you, you were throwing this ball further and further. You know, you, you had to move to be able to catch the ball. So it became fun. The big thing around especially playing with kids is trying to make it fun, trying to make it a game, as opposed to, um, okay, do 10 push-ups or, or 10 squats. And that's you know, a good way of being able to do it. Even having a soccer ball, you can even do kicking around the, the, kicking around the soccer ball. Or if you play rugby, is use a rugby ball and you can either play a game against each other or pass the ball to each other. If you're doing it on your own, you know, a great, you know, you can do a total body workout. So you can do lunges are great. Squats are good. A TRX is a fantastic way of being able to get pulling, pulling exercises in there. And, you know, you can Google uh, or YouTube uh, TRX workouts, and there's thousands of TRX workouts out there. Um, you know, even getting into hiking. Hiking is a great one at this time of year. Uh, running, if you can get a nice flat. I know there's a great run from um, uh, from Saying Pun down at... Uh, Oh, what's the um, what's the uh, the park on the water in Western? Is it Sun Yat Sen Park? Or? Sun Yat Sen, yeah. yes. If you run along the waterfront, it's an amazing run mm. all the way from Sun Yat Sen all the way into town. You can also go all the way back out to Kennedy Town as well. But generally, you know, it's 
running is a great way of being exercised in this type of in this type of weather because it's not too hot. Exactly. And if you think of and if you thought about running and you haven't done running, this is a time to be able to do it. And going with a runner, you know, going with a, a friend of yours that does running allows you to be able to run with someone else. I, I I don't like running on my own, and when I, you know, I've just taken on running every Wednesday morning, and I run with two other people, and all of a sudden I've gone from running I hate running for twenty minutes to now I'm running like sixty five minutes. Oh wow! Because now you have buddies to to you sort of keep you going. Yeah, exactly. So I think you know you being able to do that. That's a, a great way of doing is, uh, of getting out to the outdoors. Some excellent like said, ideas. I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, and, and like I said, you know, even, um, you know, well, I mean, swimming's quite, quite cold, but, you know, I know a number of people that have been kayaking uh, or, or even taking the, the surf ski out. And that, you know, getting outdoors, especially that first break of the morning, is a great way of being able to take advantage of this kind of weather. Yeah, absolutely. Some excellent ideas there. I hope our listeners will be able to enjoy the great outdoors and, and feel motivated and enjoy um, the, the lovely weather while it lasts because sometimes it can get too hot um, all over oh, again. absolutely. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. that will be in February. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it comes by so quickly. Um, Nathan, always a pleasure to have you on the program and I look forward to uh, more chats with you uh, next week. You can follow Nathan on YouTube, on Instagram and on Facebook, all under a personal training. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Nathan. Bye for now. My pleasure. Bye.